More Human. More Human. Live from the University of San Diego. From as far back as I can remember, I have loved the church. In my case, that's the Episcopal Church. I have loved everything about the church and the things that it entailed. I felt called to serve God and to serve the people of God at a very young age, and I ended up becoming an Episcopal priest. When I was in my late 20s, I landed a dream job in L.A. as the second in command, the associate rector at a large, beautiful, multi-ethnic, multicultural parish with an amazing music program and a multitude of ministries aimed at helping our local homeless and low-income neighbors. I did a lot of work with pastoral care, walking with people through the joys and the sorrows and the life transitions that they were experiencing. About two years into this ministry, I realized that I was totally burned out. It wasn't dramatic or devastating. It's just that the light and the joy that buoyed my ministry was gone. My own spiritual life was dead And I wasn't believing what I was teaching and telling people. This is not a good place to be when you are the spiritual leader in a congregation. So let me back up. Let me give you a little bit of insight into how I might have gotten to this point. Just before I moved from Oregon, my family and I cared for my mother as she was dying. In fact, I got the job offer to move to L.A. the day she died. So not only was I grieving when I arrived at that parish, I got to know my new boss. I realized I had made a huge mistake going to work for him. And I'm not going to say much about him, but I think this anecdote might just sum up what it was like to be with him pretty well. In the first couple of weeks, we had a meeting and he asked me what I wanted my title to be, assistant or associate rector. Now, this may not seem like a big distinction, but it is. An assistant rector is generally newly ordained, often gets stuck doing the stuff the rector doesn't want to do, or is confined to a certain ministry. The role of the associate is one that denotes a more senior position, broad responsibilities to the whole of ministerial life. In this case, I was the second person in charge of this large congregation. So I told him I would like my title to be associate rector. And he kind of waved me off and said, whatever, he really didn't care what I was called, assistant, associate. After all, they both started with the same first three letters. I feel I need to say no more. So again, two plus years into all of this, and I have nothing to offer spiritually. I'm a wasteland. I needed to leave. I needed to find a different job, a different vocation. It was pretty much the end of everything that I had built my life toward. One night I was talking to my dad about this, and he reminded me that right after I'd moved to L.A. and had that meeting with my boss, I'd started saving up so that I could ultimately leave and travel. Why don't you just do it, he asked. It's very scary to think about actually ending something with no plan for where you might land. I handed in my letter of resignation two weeks later. So I did travel. 
For the best part of two years, my fiance was in the Navy. He was deployed to the Persian Gulf. He was there for six months and I was off to see the world and trying to figure out who I was going to be in my next life. Toward the end of that year off, I was in Udayapur, India. It was Ash Wednesday, a day I would normally have been in church receiving the imposition of ashes. That's where the sign of the cross is marked on your forehead as you begin the solemn season of Lent. Well, I wasn't planning to go to find a church on that day. I mean, really, why? Wasn't like I believed any of it. As I was exploring the city, I wandered into a smallish Hindu temple. As I entered, I noticed a group of about 20 people sitting on the floor in a semicircle, and I ended up sitting down and joining them. The priest was doing a puja, a ritual. I had no idea what was going on. And as he neared the end of his chanting, he took a dish of ashes and he He walked over to each person and put a smear of ash on their foreheads. And as he reached out and put the ashes on my forehead, suddenly I felt a jolt, like a light switch being turned on. The emptiness was gone. My faith, my sense of God's presence within me came flooding back. It was that sudden and it's still indescribable. God works in mysterious ways and often when we least expect it. And even when we are convinced that something has come to the end, we learn that there is always more.